right, welcome to old school. I'm super excited about this old school. Jank Huger, Ben Mankiewicz, Frank Conniff, TV's Frank. All right. Not radios. Radio's kind of jealous. jealous. The internet's <laughs> thinking about adopting him, uh, but they haven't gotten there yet. Uh, so uh, Frank, of course, was on Mystery Science uh, Theater 3000 uh, and the Drew Carey Show, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, Cartoon. He's been on these shows. He's written for these shows, Cartoon Dump. Mm -hmm. uh, our old friend Viewpoint with uh, John Fugel saying, it's too long. It's too long. But uh, TV's Frank now, online's Frank. It's yes. not as kitschy. Catchy. <laughs> it is a little bit kitschy, though. Uh, it joins us for this episode. Uh, and it's going to be an exciting episode, i got to be honest. Because uh, we have a new game that we're going to um, reveal today on Old School. And uh, I think you guys will rather enjoy it. Because it's, of course, nonsense. Uh, and uh, and then later in the program, uh, we hope, but you never know what we get to, uh, Frank's grandpapa, it turns out, uh, invented the light switch. Our Come great, on! Great-grandfather. No, Frank, don't give the actual details. Okay? <laughs> okay. Let's just have fun and figure out what it is later. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, but we're going to start with something different. Uh, and that's, would you like to be Tom Brady? Hold... You think you have the answer, but not yet. And you might, it's not as easy as you think it is. Uh, but before that, uh, usual thanking of the sponsors, uh, shoptyt.com, where you can get this shirt kidding. They don't have this, but they have other great shirts like Very Stable Genius, You're Fired, all those wonderful shirts. Uh, Too Strong Coffee, a wonderful sponsor of Old School. Um, uh, wait till they find out that they are a sponsor. All right. TwoStrongCoffee.com slash TYT. Okay, you got to put the slash TYT. Otherwise, TYT doesn't get credit for it. Okay, but it is too strong and it's organic and it gives the progressive causes all the wonderful things you know. Okay, so now, uh, without further ado, uh, I think we get started. We dive right in. Um, now, Ben and, and Frank, you think, well, Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls, good looking mm -hmm. chap, had if a bit of a successful so. career. <laughs> What's that, Frank? If you tell me he's won seven Super Bowls, I'll believe you. Okay, well, <laughs> I have, and I'm and I'm not a right winger, so I'm not lying. Uh, I just interviewed one for tomorrow's. Well, these are all in different days, but anyway, for one of these days' shows, and he they just genuinely believe that uh, that the world organizations worked with Biden to steal the election from Donald Trump. And they decided, just for fun, to make it razor thin. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't yeah, think that's yeah. how they would have rigged it. A very weird, very weird plan, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's a puzzling plan. Yeah, yeah, it is puzzling. And and it led to great puzzlement all around. I, of course, the World Health Organization is involved somehow. And, and those folks are right now going, maybe we should have made it, like, a little bit more comfortable. Like, you know, maybe a couple hundred thousand votes uh, in, like, five different states. Uh, but for whatever reason, they decided that they would steal it in the narrowest way possible with a lot of room for error. Anyways, we don't do that here on TYT, mm. uh, on the network. We do facts. So, yes, in fact, Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls. Okay. Uh, and, and he's married to Giselle Bunchen, one of the most successful models of all time. We, we see the whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it might seem an easy question. But first, let me read you one of the many things that he does. Okay, so this is from a random... Uh, email sent to me by some Dr. Jim Jablowski. That's the name I like to use. 
and he's trying to get himself as a guest on the show. That's never going to happen. <laughs> um, and so this is not exactly right, but I read this in a previous article as well, so I know the essence of it is definitely correct, okay? So he writes, um, Tom Brady micromanages everything that goes into his body. Already I'm out. He uh, further writes, every calorie every ingredient, and right down to the time that he eats his meals. He's heavy on vegetables and lean proteins and stays away from alcohol, caffeine, dairy, and sugar, and fun. Uh, okay, he didn't add that last part, but I did. Um, <laughs> I don't think that I would trade seven Super Bowls for micromanaging everything that goes into my body and meticulously watching my diet like that. Mm -hmm. So... Am I crazy or no? Go. I'm 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 with you 100. Um, percent That no no glory is worth that at all that I can think of. And you know I'm not uh, I'm not the sports follower that you guys are. So um, I actually don't know that much about Tom Brady. But I'm I'm guessing that part of his strategy is when he's on the field is he makes his opponents drowsy by talking to them about his vegan diet and <laughs> it makes them get all sleepy. And then it might be a big part of his success. So well, that's a, I had not considered that. Uh, it's, it's an interesting <laughs> idea. Uh, ben, uh, what say you? Uh, well, uh, you know, because you're you, Jank, you've, of course, you know, you, you care so much about winning. Like, you're like seven, so like, I don't care about that. I mean, the Super Bowls are great, but what's fun is the competing for the Super Bowls, right? I mean, so do I want to be mm -hmm. an NFL? I would that winning the Super Bowls is slightly more fun than competing for the Super Bowls. But I, right, I, I but hear I don't that want to see Tom Brady having already won them, like, I want to compete for them. Like, I don't care. I don't want to have just know that I won them. I want to live those moments. So I, anyway, oh, would yes, I be a yes. rich, successful NFL quarterback with a beautiful, by the way, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm picking beautiful Giselles, I will still pick Giselle Fernandez broadcaster. I think she's in Philadelphia now. I don't really know. I don't know her. She's quite beautiful, but she did a story on, uh, on one of the rounds of boat lifts in Miami when she was a CBS News correspondent. And she was out interviewing a guy who was a Cuban-American and he'd gone out on his boat to pick people up who needed to be picked up and needed to be safely brought to shore. These are people who could have, this is right around the Elian time, right? You know, these are people who if they're whatever means they're getting from Cuba to the United States, if it fails, to, they could drown at sea. They had to get feet on the crazy rule. Remember, Jenk, you had to get feet yep. On. If you arrived on the beach, if you could put your feet on the beach, then you got to stay. But if they picked you up 10 feet on a, if you were body surfing, then they could send you back to Cuba. So, and she interviewed the guy and, and spoke, um, uh, she'd asked the question in Spanish, instantly translate it for us, get his answer in Spanish, then instantly translate it back. I, I'm not sure I've ever been that turned on than in that moment <laughs> watching that story. Um, uh, now, that wasn't the question. Um, the answer no. to the uh, Tom Brady question is, I mean, like, it's a great life. I got it. That's annoying. I'm sure it's good to be healthy, but that's awfully, awfully annoying. Um, and Frank really touched on why I wouldn't be want to be Tom Brady, mostly. I'd like it. I'd like to eat better. I mean, I micromanage what I put in my body also. Like I was very hungry today and I had to pick my daughter up at school. She's returned to school and I had just enough time to go to McDonald's. And as long as I ordered it first on the app so that it was waiting for me 
when I arrived and then I ate it on the drive to school. Mm. Like that required some very refined micromanaging of time. A hundred percent. I used to, when I was driving up to what I would call my district as I was running uh, for political office once in my life, which was a year ago, it seems it was a decade ago. But anyway, uh, on the way there, uh, there was a McDonald's on the way and I barely had time to make whatever campaign event I was late to. And I'd drive by the McDonald's that had the smallest drive through and I'd grab uh, coffee, three creams, three sugars, of course, obviously. Same uh, uh, diet as Tom Brady, coincidentally. Uh, and uh, and a, a egg sausage McMuffin. Yeah, well, the, sausage, the sausage McMuffin with egg. It's one of the great breakfast sandwiches ever invented. I mean, it's, it's, it's essentially perfect. Yeah, and I would, eat, like, I'm more of an egg McMuffin guy, and I go with the ham normally, but I when I, for, for whatever reason, I ham. felt like, uh, Canadian bacon, please. Yeah, well, sure, of course. Um, <laughs> they start and, out, Jack, Jack, I just want to point out, they start out with an English muffin, and then they add cheese and something really good Canadian bacon. Yes, that's how they go about making breakfast. That's a morning treat. Hot cakes and sausage, they taste neat. Made fresh from batter, they taste better. Topped with butter, yes, indeed, it's breakfast. McDonald's breakfast, made from the very best. I have to they say, it, for us. Yeah, uh, the, the corporate sponsorship of this broadcast is <laughs> off the charts right now. Yeah. <laughs> we get nothing. We get nothing. It's, it's just wasted. No, but I had it with too strong coffee. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that's not really true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you had their coffee and it burnt you and you sued them. I remember that. <laughs> Um, but I, I actually take slight offense at Canadian bacon. Uh, so first of all, let's keep it real. The Canadians didn't invent anything. Okay. I love you, Canada. And I plan, we all plan to run away there. Don't build a wall. Uh, but, uh, you're not known for your food. And in fact, but the particular reason I'm offended at Canadian bacon is because bacon's kind of holy. And, uh, and so Canadian bacon is just ham, and ham is good, but it's not as good as bacon. So now every time I eat that ham, I think, yeah, but it's not quite as good as bacon. So you needlessly downgraded ham by calling it Canadian bacon because you re reminded me of bacon. You see my point? It's crystal clear. These, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. All, all of the things, uh, the foods we're talking about here um, were just um, beautiful things in my mind that I thought about a year and a half ago as I right. prepared for quadruple bypass surgery. So uh, <laughs> hey, it's really a great uh, trip down uh, memory lane. If, did if, you, so Frank, I meant to ask you as we started talking about this, I'm going to be like, this is probably just, this is torture. Um, <laughs> the, uh, did, you, did you completely overhaul your diet completely? I did. I, yeah. I, um, I, I had to. Um, um, uh, so yeah, but I, I'm not like a crazy health food nut. I'm just a little more sensible about what I eat and I avoid a lot of the, um, uh, bad things, but I, but you know, I eat a lot of vegetarian chili, but I love vegetarian chili. So, so I eat that and I eat a lot of, um, um, I don't eat a lot of French fries, but I eat a lot of boiled potatoes and a potato. Luckily for me, a potato in any form is something that I'm it's going very to solid. Enjoy. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and yeah. and I still I, I eat more bagels I think than I'm supposed to but I, I can't have enough of them here in New York yeah, and in um, and uh, but no pastrami you know nothing like that so uh, I have uh, overhauled things and um, uh, 
Uh, yeah. Now I have to go kill myself. No, I'm kidding. It's 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 fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But well, you know Frank. that's the thing is if I were a um, sports figure like Tom Brady, I wouldn't be a sports figure like Tom Brady. I'm I prefer the more traditional um, Babe Ruth approach, where the most legendary story about you is about how you ate 20 hot dogs at a train station one time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, no. Yeah. That would I, be I was... the kind of sports guy I would want to be. Well, I, I now have many things to say. First of all, I was going to go with Greg Luzinski, but I, I hear you on Babe Ruth being be the better known analogy. Um, uh, but uh, but it does really make me like Babe Ruth, that 20 hot dog story. Yeah. It, like, I wouldn't, once I tried to eat, like, I think we got six, but I think I could only make it through three hot dogs in West Virginia. Uh, but 20, I mean, geez, yeah. mercy. I respect it. I an athlete in every sense of the word. Yeah, that's right. Um, I would just I would like to point out that uh, uh, he's a little older than I thought, but uh, uh, Babe Ruth uh, died at 53. Uh, he looked 153. Yes. Um, and uh, so, yeah, but that said, I think he died of cancer, though. I don't think it was I, a heart attack. No, he had throat cancer. Yeah. Uh, 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 I'm just gonna, but I don't think it helped. <laughs> I mean, probably not the hot dogs. I'm sure the smoking was probably the the biggest yeah. contributor. Um, but yeah, those stories, of course, of just you know eating and drinking and then going out and you know hitting uh, you know and hitting more home twice as many home runs. Well, that's you know uh, it's a different era now, and it's appropriate to talk about something called old school because I know I, I like I said I don't I don't follow sports a lot, but I know a lot about. Um, you know, like in the 60s, um, people like Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris, and they would go out and they would get hammered the night before a game. You know, sure. yeah. it, it was it was a whole different, uh, different era. But it was also an era when the amount of money they were making, they would have to a lot of them would have to be a used car salesman during the off season to get by, you know. Yeah, those yeah. stories about all the, the Brooklyn Dodgers is that they uh, go back and they lived in the neighborhood. They lived in Brooklyn, and then many of them had jobs, as right, right. Saying, uh, in the winter. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I, I love that, and I the, I romanticize that. I, and I like that Jordan went gambling, uh, then dropped 63 points in whichever playoff game that he did. And I, But now everybody's like, I, I don't even know what those things uh, – I'm not even going to try to say it. the the what the chambers that they go in and they sleep with the extra oxygen right, the hyperbolic the hyper something chambers right yeah something chamber right I don't, I don't think it's hyperbolic <laughs> no it's definitely not the hyperbolic chamber I I live in a hyperbolic chamber it's <laughs> totally chamber. different um, and so uh, but it, it actually goes uh, back to the Tom Brady point and how careful they are he's in bed at eight thirty every night. Um, that's a bit much. I, yeah, he, that's that's a deal breaker right there. That one fact alone is a deal breaker for me. Yeah, I mean he's forty three, so for for now twenty five years about he's been abandoned it by eight thirty. That's in a different true. era. Tom Brady, like he never like that. Cheers wasn't even on yet. <laughs> like it's just it's insane. Like, and also you're, you're a grown man. You guys might know the exact name of the person I'm thinking of, but I remember, and this was a long time ago, I saw a 60 Minutes profile of a bass player who, who pitched a, a, a baseball player, not a bass player, a baseball player who 
pitched a no-hitter while tripping on acid. Oh, yeah, Doc Ellis mm-hmm. of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. No, so wow. those, those are the athletes that I, that I admire. <laughs> well, me too, brother. Me too. I love those guys. Uh, uh, on the upside, uh, Tom Brady apparently frequently takes naps. Naps are lovely. Well, oh, well they're, they're now Tom and I are totally on the same page because I'm, I'm a big nap taker. I take like, I'd say my over-under is three naps a year. Oh, really? Yeah, it'll be on a Saturday afternoon when I just didn't get enough sleep on Friday night. And then I can't help, I just can't go anymore. And I'll go take a 45-minute nap. And it will, and sometimes it'll be an hour and a half. And I, I wake up from that hour and a half nap, and I feel like I won seven Super Bowls. <laughs> Like, yeah. like you get, get get up from a good nap on a Saturday afternoon. I don't know about you guys, but th- I'm like, yes. Like, yeah, you know, yes! Frank. Frank, you don't know this about Jank, but Jank is a uh, life liver, right? Mm, so yes. when Jank eats the foods, many of which that you no longer eat, like mm. he appreciates them. Like, and he's like, oh. this is delicious, and he savors every bite, and it takes him forever to finish anything, and. And then, you know, and he'll even like, you know, I mean, he's like when he has a piece of pizza and the Coke is the right temperature, it's like this, it's Nirvana, it's perfect. So when he wakes up from a nap, he's like, what a nap, yes. <laughs> it's like he's been in a hyperbolic chamber. hundred <laughs> percent, I swear to God, I live in a hyperbolic chamber. And yeah. so, so I, that's I, why I do what I do. So I've uh, heard hyperbolic chambers are overrated. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. So, uh, so that's why, like, I love the idea of being an NFL player. Oh, my God, an amazing quarterback. It doesn't get any better than that. My God, to go to the Super Bowls and to compete in all those years and at the highest level and then to win seven of them and some miraculously so and be the greatest athlete of your profession and maybe any profession. Like, I can't imagine what would be better than that other than – a banana and peanut butter shake. At and I can have that at any time I want. Right, at 9.45 at night. You that's know? right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And and to Ben's point, Frank, when I have you know just the right food, which is a lot of different food, let alone if I'm high, right? If I'm mm. high, I'm like, yes! Like Tom Brady has never <laughs> felt better after a Super Bowl than me mm. having a yeah. banana peanut butter shake when I'm high. The, oh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we were having a conversation after the Super Bowl whether Tom Brady would retire, and obviously he took about nine seconds to make it clear that he wasn't going to, nor obviously should he, apparently. Um, but And then, like, what would he do? Would he go into broadcasting or whatever, Louie? And, and, and he'll get offers, but he would be terrible at it, right? Because he's never... And I like Tom Brady now, right? I've sort of morphed into this impossibility when a guy gets to be this old. And he's not cruel. And it turns out he wasn't really a Trump supporter. I mean, he might have been, but he was he back, you know, he he just had the hat in his locker room. He played golf with a guy and his wife told him to be quiet. And he did. Uh, And the it's hard not to root. It's hard. It becomes harder and harder to root against him. His teammates like him. But man, that guy has never said one interesting thing ever at any time in any situation. Everything is like how he eats. Everything appears careful, moderated, considered, right? And so, you know, he'll just have to be satisfied with his 
enormous wealth loving family and the millions of dollars which I imagine he will use to you know uh, make movies or produce television shows or do something interesting yeah poor yeah. guy yeah poor guy <laughs> that's right yeah. no but I mean it no I actually do mean it look the football part of the competition part sounds like the best thing on earth but I I'm so stressed reading about his diet that I couldn't possibly do it and and so and look, there's a whole nother list. I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but there's lots of protein bars and protein shakes and whey protein. I don't even think that's a thing, but a lot of people think it's a thing. Uh, I don't know what whey is. W h e y. I actually like um, uh, protein bars. I especially like them by what they used to be called candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, online's Frank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey Frank, do you remember Jenk? I don't think you remember these. Frank, you must remember Tiger's Milk Bars. I do. I don't think I ever had any, but I remember them uh, being around for sure. I liked them. They were just short of too chalky, like so I could <laughs> I could get them down. But I still I have this in uh, this craving for you know nine year old Ben when I see a Tiger's Milk Bar. I always uh, buy it. Yeah. I buy another one. I eat them, and I'm under some mistaken, you know, I'm thinking, well, these are okay. It's Tiger. It's, uh, the it's the whole idea that it's, it's, it's just brilliant marketing, that they totally. changed candy and they started calling them protein bars. It's That's brilliant. right. Yeah. So I, I remember two things from my youth like that. We're almost out of time, so I'll just end on this, and then we'll do another show. Um, uh, when I lived in Turkey, banana-flavored milk at the local grocery store, mm, loved it. If I ever see that, uh, I, I'm getting it right away, and it's 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 natural. Uh, banana is a fruit. That sounds um, good. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, Reggie bars uh, when we were I, kids. I hated Reggie bars. I had 150. My dad got me like 100 Reggie bars. We put them in the freezer because it was Reggie, right? You know, yeah. Reggie Jackson. But they're terrible. <laughs>